Hi, and welcome to Lessons for My Kids. Are there quotations that you use over and over again? Are there certain sayings? Are there certain things that you've heard from famous people uh, that you use when you're down in the dumps or trying to lift somebody else's spirit? If you look on the internet, there are quotations galore. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of things people have said that are used in quotations. And people will use them in email. They will have them as taglines on their social media pages. They'll, they'll use them in everyday conversation over and over again because those are the things that we uh, find inspiring. It may be a biblical quote. It may be a quote from a teacher or from a politician or from uh, a sports star, which is where I get to today. Um, the focus on today is uh, inspirational sports quotes. And I'm going to start with uh, a couple from a list that I found online of 50 inspirational sports quotes. Um, Again, you can find sports quotes all over, but there are some that tend to stand out more often and we hear them more often. Uh, if you watch some of the, the sports programs that are national, uh, they use these uh, in probably every year you hear somebody say something about these. Uh, but if you live in a different country outside of the U.S., there may be sports uh, uh athletes or coaches, um, people who have been in that sports world who have some interesting quotes as well, and some that are pretty interesting to listen to. Now, some of the famous ones that are here in the U.S. Uh, involve people like John Wooden, Michael Jordan, uh, uh, Wayne Gretzky. I know that he's Canadian, but he's still close. Uh, we hear from Vince Lombardi, and we hear from uh, boxers and Olympians and players from all different sports, basketball and football and baseball. Um, we hear from coaches uh, quite often that they've used certain quotations to, to pump up their team at halftime if they're losing or to raise their spirits uh, or, or even to celebrate if they've had great wins. So today I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through a few and talk a little bit about what those mean, uh, not just to me, but what other people have said that they mean to them. Um, I'm not gonna go through all 50, and really, again, there's thousands across the country and really across the, the world that could be used. Uh, but I'm gonna start with John Wooden, uh, who was a famous basketball coach at UCLA uh, in California. Uh, I'm gonna start with him, and there's a a few others that I'll, I'll uh, sprinkle in here in the middle. And I'm going to end with a guy named Jim Valvano, who was also a basketball coach similar uh, to John Wooden. But Jim Valvano, for those of you who don't know him, was a basketball coach uh, in college. And he uh, coached at North Carolina State University uh, in the early 80s and had some great success with a team that nobody thought could uh, really make it to a national ranking, uh, but they actually went on and won the national title. So I'm going to end with Jim Valvano. Uh, he was a very colorful character, uh, had a lot of great quotes, but uh, before we get there, uh, I'm going to start with Mr. Wooden, 
And one of the quotes that he talked about, and this may not be really sports related, uh, although it, it can be. And really, when you look at a lot of these quotations, they can be sports related, life related, uh, however you want to take them. But if they help inspire you, if they help lift you up, uh, they're they're awesome. Then, um, so the first one that I'm gonna I'm gonna quote is John Wooden, and he's talking about a perfect day. Now he was a coach who who was at UCLA, University of California, Los Angeles, for m- many 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 years, and he coached some of the best players that ever played the game of basketball. But he says, you can't live a perfect day without doing something for someone who will never be able to repay you. So in other words, help others. And one of the one of the points of this podcast has always been service to others, service to the community, how we we help others uh, in their times of need. And really, uh, it's not really about you, uh, but it does help your karma if you're helping people who will never be able to repay you. They just, they need a hand. They need food. They need money. They need shelter or clothing or a ride somewhere, but they may not have the money to, to pay you back, or they may not have uh, a gift in their uh, arsenal, so to speak, uh, to be able to give back. But Mr. Wooden makes a great comment here uh, about helping others who can't repay you. Because in the end, it's not about repayment, it's about just being a good person and helping others. Some of the other uh, inspirational quotes uh, that we got here, um, again, not going through all of them because we could be here for days and days and days, uh, but you know, a couple of others here are, um, an athlete cannot run with money in his pockets, he must run with hope in his heart and dreams in his head. And that's from a person named Emil Zatopek, uh, Zatopek, who is an Olympic runner. And I find this one to be interesting because there are so many athletes that we, we see signing these big contracts, but really, how do they get there? It's not, you know, they're not giving, being paid millions and millions of dollars without having done something before uh, getting those big contracts. They had to sweat. They had to work hard. They had to have good coaching and, you know, show up to practice and, you know, keep pushing themselves. And that's where this Olympic runner says he must run with hope in his heart and dreams in his head. If you've got that dream, if you are going after it with everything you've got, you know, everything else will fall into place, but you can't run looking at it from a money standpoint. You've got to have those things instilled in you. Kind of going along that line, there was another Olympic runner named Jackie Joyner-Kersey who said, age is no barrier. It's a limitation you put on your mind. And it's funny because you you look at Olympics and you see all these, these kids who are in their teens and into their 20s, and they're doing some amazing things. Uh, athletically, but yet there are also senior Olympics. Uh, I didn't know if you know that. Uh, there are um, there are Olympics for uh, paraplegics. There are Olympics for handicapped. Uh, there are those Olympics that that people don't always look at, other than the ones that are seen on TV every four years. 
But really, there's no limitation. If you can keep pushing yourself, you can keep achieving uh, great success. Which brings us to the next one, uh, which is from Bo Jackson. And for those of you outside of the United States, Bo Jackson was a uh, football player and baseball player, but he won what we call the Heisman Trophy, which is for uh, the best collegiate player, uh, football player uh, in a given year. And Bo Jackson says, set your goals high and don't stop till you get there. You know, all of us, we can set our goals at mediocre uh, achievements, but if we set our goals a little bit higher than what we think we can accomplish, we just have to keep driving and striving to get there. And for people like Bo Jackson, uh, he obviously uh, set his goals very high to play uh, in, in the NFL uh, as well as in Major League Baseball. And he was a two, two pro athlete, two teams played. He played for uh, both football and baseball, uh, which is not uh, a common occurrence. Uh, let's see, moving on, make sure your worst enemy doesn't live between your own ears. And that's from a person named Laird Hamilton, who is a pro surfer. And this is an important one. And we've heard this one uh, many times uh, when, when you're in playoffs, when you're in uh, the heat of a game or a rivalry game. Uh, sometimes people get in their own head that they can't do something or that they can't uh, achieve something or that they're not going to be good enough or that they're too tired. But it's whatever we're thinking at that moment is how we're going to react. Uh, there's a quote that uh, I don't know who said this one, but now it's coming to mind. But it's if you think you can't do something or you can do something, you're probably right. And that kind of is what Laird Hamilton is saying, that if you're getting into your own head, uh, you know, you can you can do some damage there. You can you can talk yourself out of having success. You can talk yourself out of being at the peak athlete or, or winning that championship. Uh, but you have to get get out of your head at those moments and just know that you have the talent, you have the ability and go out there and, and work hard. Uh, another one, uh, kind of going along that same line, it's if you fail to prepare, you're prepared to fail. And that was from another Olympian, uh, Mark Spitz, who is an Olympic swimmer uh, from the United States. And we've talked about that before. If you're not out there practicing, if you're not out there doing the things that you need to do to prepare, it can be schoolwork that you're, you're, you're preparing for a test. If you haven't done the work, you can't expect to get an A. Uh, in fact, if you haven't done any of the work, uh, you may fail. And that's exactly what Mark Spitz is saying here. You've got to prepare. You've got to go out there and work. You've got to go out there and do your due diligence to ensure that when you get into a test, if you get into a game, if you get into a championship uh, situation or you're in the Olympics and you're, you're racing for a gold, you need to prepare. You need to have your body ready to go. Uh, another one comes from an international star that many of us know uh, from Pele, who was a wonderful soccer player, and many people consider Pele the best soccer player of all time, uh, arguably. But Pele said, the more difficult the victory, the greater the happiness in winning. 
And he's right. You know, if if it's a if it's a hard fought victory, if it's one of those where you're battling all the way down to the last minute, and in soccer you might go into penalty kicks uh, in order to find the winner. Uh, you know, it's those times that you look back and you go, I practiced, I've done all my work that I can do, I've stayed late and took extra shots, I did extra, you know, running, extra weightlifting, whatever it was, you've put in all that preparation. And just as Pele says that, you know, putting in that work, uh, it just creates the that greater the happiness in winning. Uh, another one comes from a baseball player who uh, played a long time ago, but his name was Mickey Mantle. And for those of you who are American baseball fans, Mickey played for the New York Yankees and was a star uh, back in the 50s and 60s. And Mickey really brings something to the table here with his quote. Uh, and I'll get to it here in just a moment. But listen to the words and if you know anything about baseball you'll understand what he's saying he says during my 18 years i came to bat almost 10,000 times i struck out about 1700 times and walked maybe 1800 times you figure a ball player will average about 500 at bats a season that means i played seven years without ever hitting the ball now what Mickey is saying there is that he's gotten up to bat so many times and he's struck out or walked so many times that really if you take his statistics and weight them towards one end of his career over another that there were seven years that he didn't even hit the ball and I know that at one point somebody once told me in a sales situation uh, that when, when you're out selling and you are always looking for somebody to say yes, to buy your products, and they told me, again, this was years ago, they said that if they get one yes out of four, they're doing pretty well. And now if you're a fan of statistics, this is where the numbers start coming in. One out of four is, is 25%. In baseball, if you're hitting a 250, or 25%, you're doing pretty well. If you can get to, to 300 uh, and you're, you're batting at 30%, that's roughly one in three that you're, you're hitting the ball and getting on base. That's a pretty impressive statistic. And not many people uh, end their careers with batting 300. There are many, but there aren't, uh, you know, the majority end up batting below that. So for Mickey Mantle, that's pretty impressive. Uh, but again, if you're hitting about 25%, that's one in four uh, that you're doing pretty well. Uh, moving on, Arthur Ashe, uh, the great tennis player, uh, said, you are never really playing an opponent. You are playing yourself, your own highest standards. And when you reach your limits, that is joy. And I think from Arthur Ashe's standpoint, it kind of goes along with what we heard uh, earlier about, you know, you're playing against yourself. You're in your own head. If you start getting in your head saying you can't do something, uh, that's going to that's gonna be bad. Uh, it's going to have a horrible outcome. You've got to get outside of that. 
Granted, you are playing against yourself in tennis because you need to make good shots. It's the other the other person will hit some shots and they'll put spin on the ball and such. But in the end, you're the one who has to play uh, the game at the highest possible level. Uh Speaking of that, Mike Singletary, who played for the Chicago Bears uh, in football, said, do you know what my favorite part of the game is? He says, the opportunity to play. Just getting that opportunity to play instead of standing on the sidelines. Everybody wants to be in the game. Uh, If you're an athlete, if you're on a team. Well, I can't say everybody because I have coached kids who said their parents only brought them to to practice and they really didn't want to be there but really once you become a pro athlete your whole goal is to play the game and or it should be and to win win games and win championships and Mike Singletary that was his whole goal he just wanted to play he wanted to make a difference he wanted to be there to support his team and support his city and he did a great job and won a championship Uh, another one that's pretty interesting here is from Mario Andretti, and I know we got some auto racing fans out there. Uh, if you have everything under control, you're not moving fast enough. Now, Mario really makes a good point here that if you're not challenging yourself, if you're not pushing yourself, if you feel under control, you're not doing enough to get yourself uncomfortable and to push yourself to a higher achievement, to a higher success. And I think in Mario's case, he obviously had some great success and he was pushing his cars uh, faster and harder and uh, pushing them to the limits more so than a lot of drivers in his day. Uh, Another one uh, is from Muhammad Ali. Man, we've heard uh, a lot of quotes from Muhammad Ali uh, in his life. Uh, But this one I thought was pretty poignant. He said, I hated every minute of training But I said, don't quit, suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. So this goes back with what we were saying earlier. You've got to push yourself to limits. If you are comfortable, uh, if you're not pushing yourself, it shows. You become mediocre. And really, you got to keep pushing yourself. It's about learning, continue learning, continue exercise, continue to get better at whatever your craft is. And in the end, you'll be at the top. Let's see, there are some others here. Uh, The will to win is important, but the will to prepare is vital. We've already talked about that. That's uh, from Joe Paterno, who was a college football coach at Penn State for many years. Um, Getting into what this person had as their top five, I think these ones are really good, and so I am going to go through each of these. Uh, But number five by this person uh, had a quote from Michael Jordan, and he said, uh, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. And... If you're a Michael Jordan fan, uh, you know that he played for the Chicago Bulls for many years uh, in the NBA, and he just kept going at it. He knew that he would eventually, uh, by practicing hard, by taking those shots, by feeling that pressure, by feeling that stress of uh, the team's, you know, 
on his shoulders, taking those those last minute shots uh, to win games. Of course, he wasn't perfect. No, no human is. But the more times he put himself into that position, the more times he challenged himself to take that last shot, the more success that he found as he became comfortable in that position. But without taking those chances, you're never going to know what it feels like. You're going to be stressed. You're going to, to mess up if you're put into that position and you haven't, haven't pushed yourself. But know that you're not always going to be perfect. Uh, number four is you, you're never a loser until you quit trying. And that's from Mike Ditka, who was a Chicago Bears coach. And I think that's kind of poignant as well, because really your story ends where you decide to end it. And if you're losing all the time and you just say you're done and you don't want to play anymore, well, that's the end of the story at that point. And you're never going to seek success. If you keep pushing yourself and you keep trying to make, you know, make it better to, to learn, to get over that hump, uh, really, you'll see that success. But it depends on where you end that story. And we've talked about that before. Number three is from a coach, Vince Lombardi, who also was an NFL uh, coach. He coached for the Green Bay Packers, and he's uh, widely quoted uh, in, in sports. But with this one, he says, it's not whether you get knocked down, it's whether you get up. And it's true. If you get knocked down and you stay down, that's the end of the game. But if you get back up uh, and then go back at it, try hard again, uh, you might get knocked down again, but keep getting back up. And every time you get back up, you're going to learn from what happened to knock you down. And as you learn, those ch- times of being knocked down will become fewer and fewer. Uh, and you're going to make adjustments. You're Maybe it's the way that you ran. Maybe it was the way you threw the ball, or it, maybe you were late in throwing the ball. Uh, but you're going to learn from those, those times you get knocked down. And every time you get up, you're a little bit smarter Uh, than what you were uh, earlier. Number two comes from Wayne Gretzky, uh, Edmonton Oilers, uh, when he played for them. He said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And he's absolutely right. If you never take a shot, you're never going to know whether or not you could score. You might score, you might not. But if you don't take that shot, how will you ever know? And I tell my kids this all the time. If, If you're not at least putting out an effort, how, how do you know whether or not you'd fail? I hear that from kids who I've coached in the past who've said, oh, I'm not good at that. Um, I, I'm never going to be the scorer. I'm never going to be this or that. And they're right because they're never going to take that shot. So if you can get out of that mindset, which is what we talked about earlier, having, having you be your own worst enemy, if you can get out of that and say, you know what, this time I'm going to take that chance. I'm going to take that shot. I don't care how silly I may look. I'm going to take it and hopefully it'll go in. And if it, it does go in, you could be the one who ends up winning the game for your team. But you've got to take those chances. And a couple of uh, quotes then for Jim Valvano that I'm going to end with. Uh, one is uh, very famous that he's he said uh, in many speeches, but he says, never give up. Failure and rejection are only the first step to succeeding. Kind of going along the lines of what we were just talking about, that 
<clears throat> you will fail. There will be rejection. Those are those are part of learning because when you fail or when you're rejected, then you learn from those mistakes. You learn from those errors. You learn from those experiences what not to do next time. Maybe it's, uh, you know, you're taking the ball straight up the middle of the court. Well, there's a lot of defenders in the middle of the court. So you're probably going to get your shot blocked. What if you pass it to the outside? What if you take it up the outside instead? Those could create some opportunities. It could create some openings for you to make uh, make, a ch- make your shot. Uh, a couple of others from Jim Valvano I want to end on uh, because I think they're very poignant. Now, whether they're sports-related, uh, you can take them as sports-related, you could take them as life lessons, uh, but from Jim Valvano, I think it's important for us to hear from him uh, because he was very poignant in what he had to say. And in one of his last speeches, uh, when he was dying of cancer, he spoke to ESPN or, or was on the stage at one of the ESPN awards. And he says, uh, if you laugh, you think, and you cry, that's a full day. That's a heck of a day. You do that seven days a week, you're going to have something special. And again, Jim Valvano said that. And what he's talking about is have emotion, laugh, spend some time laughing because not everything is so serious. And spend some time thinking When you're thinking and spending time in thought, you're using your brain, you're becoming creative, you're using that creative skill that that was instilled in all of us when we were born. And then crying, that can be happy tears, it can be sad tears, but it's showing that emotion that we have as human beings. And so I agree with Jim that if, if you can laugh, you can think and you can cry, that is definitely a full day. And finally, I'm going to end uh, this long podcast, uh, and I apologize for this being longer, but there's so much good information out there. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna end with this one since this is lessons for my kids. Uh, I think this one is very very good to end on, and uh, it's Jim Valvano saying, "My father gave me the greatest gift." anyone could give another person. He believed in me. And with that, I believe in you. I believe in my kids. And I wish you all the best. And until next time, uh, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Take care.